0: Good morning, baseball fans. It is November 9th. I think it's a Thursday. I'm not really sure because I've lost all track of time, (laughs) space, all of that fun stuff. Um, I am Susie. This is Bourbon and Baseball. And with me today, if you guys are on YouTube, you should probably go to the YouTubes. And don't look at my beautiful face. I know that's exactly the reason why you guys are all going to YouTube. But today I have two very special guests, and they are very lovely. Lisa and Aaron of (laughs) Brewers Babes. Um, Thank you guys so much for being on. I'm so sorry that I was late because I'm an idiot and don't know time zones. Um, But again, thanks for for being on with me today. And again, the uh, podcast that these two lovely ladies have created is called Brewers Babes. So if you aren't familiar with the, um, I don't know, Milwaukee Brewers, guess what team they follow? The Padres. Um, But can you guys kind of tell us why you guys decided to to start the podcast when you started the
1: podcast?
0: Sure. Um, I'm Erin and uh, Lisa
2: and I have been friends for over a decade. We were neighbors. when We both lived in the River West neighborhood of Milwaukee. And so like as close friends, obviously we have a lot of things in common, a lot of mutual interests. But um, one of the things that we're both really passionate about is baseball and the Brewers. And so that's something that we've been in able to enjoy together for a long time. And then I moved out to Virginia about seven years ago. And so obviously we've really missed each other. We've been spending time together. Um, and we've managed to stay connected, but we both have full-time jobs, both have side hustles. We both have two kids. So um, it's gotten a little bit more difficult, you know, to keep track of each other and to stay connected.
0: Right. So, Trash the kids. Mm. I mean, that's that, <laughs> that is definitely the, the choice to know. Just kidding. So uh, what about you, Lisa? Have you been like a lifelong Brewers fan or...
1: Well, I've been living in I was born in Wisconsin, I was born in Milwaukee. So I was born into Brewers fandom. Um, so I grew up and my grandma would have like Bob Euchre on the radio and I would listen to them, but I didn't really become a Brewers fan until I became a baseball fan. And that was actually when I was living in Washington, DC. And I lived close enough to RFK Stadium to go walk to Nats games before they moved uh-huh. to their new stadium. It was like four dollars a ticket, you know, and I was broke at the time. So like this is something to do. So I actually yeah. got into loving baseball through the Nats. It's okay. funny because Lisa and I have that in common because I, lived, I moved
2: to Milwaukee in 2008. And then I lived in Seattle briefly in 2011 when the Brewers were made that deep postseason run. And that's when I got really, really into baseball because I was away from home. I was lonely and I connected with the Brewers team, that Brewers team on TV because I was able to watch them every day. So when we both came back to Milwaukee, that's when we really kicked off our Brewers fandom, I think together that's
0: awesome i love that i i became a baseball fan in in 2018 so i can kind of relate after a lifelong of my husband trying to get me to watch baseball um side note i didn't give the peoples the warning um here is the warning guys this is a uh not a pg-13 show this is a rated r show um (laughs) but not like that there's not (laughs) adult content like that like that's that's not the, the language, maybe some of the humor, um, but definitely, definitely, all of the f-bombs will be dropped. So, if you have kiddos, put some earmuffs on them. Um, I'm not going to tell you what to do, though. That's that's on you. If you want to do that, that's fine. Um, <laughs> if you, you know, like, if you don't care that they hear the word fuck all the time, by all means. If you obviously care if you hear the word fuck all the time, probably not the show for you. So there is your <laughs> warning, guys. Um, I apologize that I did not do that earlier. Sometimes you know I forget, but. It's a free show. Like, I don't know what you fucking expect from y'all. Um, so yeah, my my husband tried to get me to watch football, baseball, any of the sports, right? And baseball was his first love. And I would honestly rather watch flies fuck than watch baseball. I'm like, don't <laughs> no, don't do that. I don't I don't want to do I don't want to I don't want to watch baseball. Like, no, I'm
1: picturing it and it's just yeah
0: pleasant. You're welcome. See, it's it's <laughs> that was that was the level of discomfort that I had. When my husband would try to make me watch watch baseball, I'm all, I don't, I don't want to do this. And then after the whole, like, 2017 season, you know, the Astros went, obviously, this is the, you know, Astros-themed, quote-unquote, podcast. I really love the Astros, but I really love all the baseballs now. But the all of the loving of the baseballs happened later. So, like, 2021-ish. So, um, but I will tell you, though, I am most familiar with AL teams. Some of the NL teams I'm f- more familiar with. There are some NL teams that I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm not familiar with, like, pretty much at all. The Brewers, I'm moderately familiar with.
1: That sounds about right. So the (laughs) last
0: episode that I listened of y'all, when you guys were talking about the intense Cubs-Brewers rivalry, I'm all, hold the fucking phone. Just give me a second. When, 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 why? Why are the Brewers and the fucking Cubs... Rivals like what's happening here? I was so confused. And I had asked um uh the the baseball group chat that I'm in, what the fuck? And they're all how did you not know? They're like an hour away from each other. I'm all okay. So first off, I don't I don't know if you know this, but I'm I'm dumb and I don't know geography. And so whenever people tell me about cities that I don't currently live in, in my head I just kind of envision just like bubbles of like where they are generally, but not really in context to one another. So in my head, I'm all, okay, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, like that's up there. That's like one of the north, north ones, Chicago, Illinois. I'm like, I don't know. Like that's two separate states, bro. Why would I think that they're next to each other? And they're like, Susie, you are the stupidest. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, not, not a thing. Uh, You know,
2: I did not know where Milwaukee was until I had already made the decision to move there um i got engaged with someone who was living in milwaukee and then i was getting ready to move and i'm like wait a minute where is this place and i got out a map and i was like oh it's on lake michigan cool so it's it's literally straight up you know chicago's down here i'm like oh that's where it is so yeah they call it the i-94 rivalry because that is the highway that takes you down to chicago or up to milwaukee and chicago is just below you know it's it's the north side of illinois so it's right there and one of the things that That makes it such a big rivalry is like, you know, Wrigley is small, um, Mm -hmm. It's expensive to get tickets there. Miller Park or AmFam is larger. It's easier to get tickets. And so when the Cubs play the Brewers in Milwaukee, half of the stadium is full of Cubs fans because they'd rather pile onto buses and come up, you know, drive up an hour and a half and spend cheaper tickets and tailgate and get the whole experience. Um, But, you know, we don't like that. They call it Miller Park or excuse me, Wrigley Field North. That's kind of (laughs) shitty don't like that and you know they're they're not always the nicest of fans especially when they come to visit so that's a big part of it
0: interesting Inter- okay all right see I'm I'm learning all kinds of new things of about about different fandoms because you know you always hear about like the, the quote-unquote rude fan bases you know like Boston and Philly and like New York and stuff and typically typically Texas te- like I mean if if people come to the Astros games most of the time we don't boo unless your name is Adolis Garcia, and really that's only recently. Most of the time we don't boo. Most of the time the fans are nice. And there's not really issues. Like that's not that's not really our thing. I was not aware that Cubs fans were not we're not nice people. I mean, obviously there's not it's not all Cubs fans. I know <laughs> right. don't come we to the we, we did
1: make that disclaimer. We said hashtag not all Cubs fans. So don't <laughs> right, come at right. us for it. Right. But um, yeah, it's it's not a it's not always fun to be at a cubs brewers game you know like wrigley is wrigley is an iconic stadium like nobody's gonna deny that you have to go to a game at wrigley i don't Mm -hmm. recommend a brewers game at wrigley like go see the cubs play somebody else because then it'll be fun and don't wear your brewers gear because then you won't get hassled but like the some rivalries are really fun Some of them are super fun and engaging and fucking wonderful. And the Cubs Brewers rivalry is just, it's not that it's ugly. It's I think maybe because we're too close to each other, you know, like Mm -hmm. some people call Milwaukee, um, Chicago's sister, Chicago's little sister or whatever. It just like, and Milwaukee is the smallest market in baseball. Uh Like we have the smallest media market. And I think that, that gives some of us a little bit of a inferiority complex, and like Cubs fans, okay. definitely play okay. on that. You know, especially ah, since right. twenty sixteen, right? Especially since like mm-hmm. they've won the World Series, and and now they're just, um, you know, hashtag not all fucking Cubs fans, but a lot of Cubs fans. Um, and so it's just like, it's just this rivalry and, you know, they're also in our division and right. this whole right. season we were fighting with, well, like half the season we were fighting with them for first place. We were just going back and forth and back and forth with them. And like the reds would pop up every once in a while, but it was us. And so like that rivalry, like the actual baseball outside of the fans themselves also exists. Right. I, I had to imagine that
2: there's also, you know, the, the Packers, Bears rivalry is well known, you know, throughout the NFL. So I don't know if there's any, you know, there's the <laughs> there's rivalry, rivalry between football. Chicago I and I don't do I don't do any other
0: sport besides baseball. <laughs> so I'm gonna just take your word
1: for it and be like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, okay. Know, I
2: feel like Milwaukee may have an inferiority <laughs> complex when it comes to Chicago being, you know, one of the largest cities in America, just an hour and a half south of us. So that we know there's the the Bears Packers rivalry. So it kind of makes sense. I mean, we don't and and yeah, like Lisa said, they're in our division. Like we don't have the same rivalry with the White Sox, even though they're in the same city, because they're not even in. Okay, so
0: that, so when I first started getting into baseball, I'm all, okay, so like the White Sox and the Cubs, that's a thing, and they're all, no, like, what do you mean it's not a thing? It's in the same fucking city, and they're all, mm, not really, though, I'm all, that that doesn't make any sense, like, do you, y'all hear, like, that doesn't make any sense, why, why would
1: they not be rivals? I think in Chicago, you're either a, you're either a Cubs fan, or you're a White Sox fan, but I don't even, I don't know who like a White Sox rival would be. I don't either. They they suck. So Besides like division stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, again, late, late coming to the baseball party. (laughs) I was not aware that the Astros Cardinals were a huge rivalry. I'm like, why the fuck would we be? rivals with the Cardinals and that's what we have in common we you and I have
1: have that in common (laughs) well everyone's like
0: um Susie that before we were in the AL it was the NL and that's who we and I was like that's dumb we haven't but I was like so you're telling me that right now like as of right now the Cardinals are still our rival and I have some baseball friends that are like oh absolutely and then you know some (laughs) people are no it's it's fuck the Yankees Oh, OK. Got it. Well, that sh- you know, that I- shit runs deep. Yeah, I got a
2: friend <laughs> yeah. who's a Yankees fan. And when I was texting all of my friends like the fucking Cubs, are you fucking kidding me? The fucking Cubs? She was like, why do you- Why are you so mad about the Cubs? I'm like, because I hate the fucking Cubs. She's like, oh, I didn't realize that was a I didn't realize that was a thing. I'm like, yeah, we all do. Don't we? Don't we all hate them? I don't know.
0: That's that's awesome. I'm, I'm, yeah, no <laughs> again, either. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm learning all kinds of new things. I'm so very excited about it. Um, someday I will get up to that stadium just solely to I don't know pay my way onto going down the slide. I don't know who I have to fucking pay or like. Oh, buy you can. To get on you slide. can totally pay to go oh, down you can the slide. Oh, the there's a tour. A, whole,
2: there's a tour, and then you, you can there's do the whole slide thing. add-on. Yeah, I'm yep. excited. Cool.
0: I'm I'm Not I don't want to break an I don't want to break an arm though. So like I gotta figure that out. But or a couple ribs. Or <laughs> ribs. Yeah, no, I don't want to do any of that, but we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. So um so if you guys aren't in deep in the trenches of the baseball fandom, guys, um hot stove is 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 piping hot right now. And the some of the managerial moves have been going on. I know as Astros fans, we are are deeply concerned with who our new manager will be. And the the Brewers had a manager named Craig Council, who I don't know if you guys know this, um, but apparently is a fucking badass and just makes like gold out of random ass players. And you're like, who the fuck are you? And why are you going so far in the playoffs with like duct tape and string tied together? Like, that's kind of the. Oh, my God. He the- is the
1: MacGyver. <laughs> He's <a> MacGyver <laughs> right? slash Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah.
0: So. um Craig Council a has the, up, so fuck him. this is true this is true and what, what is that? but now Craig Council had been the manager of the uh, Brewers for nine seven? Years. nine years okay I'm like one this of those this is ninth year
2: he completed his ninth year okay and he played but, for the Brewers he was on the 2011 team yep. that went into the postseason he played shortstop for them for a few years you know he ended his playing career there he worked for the Brewers front office I'm I'm a big Craig Council fan this has been very hard on me and now I'm just talking about no, I'm just gonna ramble about. I'm sorry. I'm like, uh, no, that, I'm serious,
0: no, no no but this this is why yeah this is why the, the betrayal hurts so bad, guys. Yes, because not only deep. not only like was he there, he was a player there. Didn't his dad work for the brewers too? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. His dad worked for the brewers, he is an actual like Milwaukee resident, like lives there, kids go to school there, like the whole yep. the whole shebang, guys. Um and the cubs, cubs weren't on the fucking radar. It wasn't on the radar at all, right? Like it was it was the Mets. It was either the Mets or the Brewers were going to retain Craig council. And then all of a sudden Ken Rosenthal a couple of days ago is like, oh JK, it's not the Mets or the Brewers. Uh and FYI, it's not going to be any of the teams that are currently looking for a manager. And we're all I I'm sorry, what now? So you mean it's mm-hmm. like a it's a it's a team that has a manager, what what's happening? And then the bombshell drops that the Chicago Cubs um, is now making Craig Council the uh, highest paid manager ever, basically. Uh, $8 million a year, so 40 This is a math pod. I'm not that Asian, but uh, $40 million over five years. And, you know, get your bag, Craig, because that's a shit ton of money. But I was like, I'm sorry. Wait, isn't David Ross? Where's David Ross? Like, isn't he still the manager? Wasn't this a thing? And I, I still don't really know about all of that stuff um, because apparently this was November 1st that that they had to start talking to him mm-hmm. because yeah, he was not allowed to be yeah. Okay. So now kind of take me through, if you guys haven't listened to the Brewers Babes last um, episode, you should probably go do that because it is fucking fantastic. Um, but kind of give us a little walkthrough of, of all of the emotions slash timelines of what y'all as brewers fans through and through kind of kind of felt i don't know
2: what stage of grief are you on right now lisa
1: (laughs) oh fuck um i (laughs) i think i go back and forth between acceptance and anger yeah still probably but like i think the entire fandom is in different stages of grief right now but we all started in shock like we all yes. started at the same place. I, I, I don't Everybody know anybody was who wasn't completely shocked. It just, it's just, and and you're right. Because Craig has been a Milwaukee guy his entire life. He understands this rivalry, like maybe not in the same way that fans does. Cause he's never been just a fan. Right? He's always right. been like in, in the franchise, but, but he knew what it would do. And I think that's the part that hurts so bad. Yeah, that's that's the part for everybody. It's not it's not that we didn't know he was leaving because we knew that he was leaving. I think he right. even talked with the Astros for a while about it, but we heard that I Astros think, were interested. Potentially, I think there was a
0: I think there was a rumor. I don't think there was never like an actual meeting yeah. or anything, but there was there were the rumors that, you know, yeah. yeah, and, and again, interviewed- you know it's it's a it's a whole it's a whole thing down here. that's and a whole other
2: episode he interviewed with and the guardians too so oh, yeah. i mean we we knew and we were ready and we we talked about it a lot and the fact that he getting you know he kept kind of punting like they they would talk they would ask about extension talks and be like well i want to wait until now and then he's like well now we're going to the, i gotta wait till the end of the season well now it's october i gotta wait until and they even asked him on the night that we got eliminated what now and he's like now it's not the time to talk about it but all of that <laughs> You know, I didn't, I don't know. When you, you talked to Willie Adamas about extensions, he's like, I love Milwaukee. I want to stay here. I hope we can talk about it. And Craig's like, you know, it's not the time we're going to punt. And I'm like, all right, I'm kind of getting the sense that like, you're not going to want to stick around. And it's fair. I mean, he, yeah, we he gave, he a whole, he gave a whole decade, but yeah, the Cubs shocked. No one had that on the radar
1: and shocked and and now angry. People are still just pissed. People are still pissed. And people are like there is no way that Craig Council is not getting booed when the Cubs come to Milwaukee. There is yeah. no way that he's getting a standing ovation or anything no. except loud boos. People are pissed. So now
0: overall as a as a fan base, are our Brewers fans booers? You know, like again, we've we've referenced, you know, the Red Sox and the Yankees and the Phillies, but like I, I, I feel, feel like to... I feel like Midwest people are are nice, and they yeah. thats not the vibe, is it? I don't think we're big time booers. We definitely don't boo our own guys.
2: Boo, um, who do we boo all the time?
1: We try not to boo our own guys. I mean, we boo Jose Altuve. <laughs> not <laughs> and, me. Uh, not me. I like Jose. Okay, sorry. We're we're
0: gonna we're we're gonna have to talk about this in the, in the off season, gals. We'll, well, you'll see the light. What's point. funny though, we'll talking about
2: that. the the Cubs rivalry. So you know when you go to Wrigley. No mm-hmm. matter who hits a home run out at Wrigley Field, the fan, if it's the opposing team, the fan always throws it back. That's a Wrigley thing. That's, you know, that's what they do. At AmFam, the only time Brewers fans throw a home run ball back uh-huh. into the onto the field is if we're playing the Cubs. If a Cub hits a home run ball, then the Brewers fan, there's a, there's a likelihood they'll throw it back. No other team do we do that. And I don't know if that's I know that some people do that here and there, but at Wrigley is the spot that they do it, and the only team that we do it to is the Cubs.
1: So okay, okay, yeah. There's part of it.
0: There's some. There's some teams that I think that that Astros fans will do that too. But mo- like me personally, I don't give a fuck who hit that. Well, no, I do give a fuck. But there, it's got to be very certain players that if if I, if I yeah. for some reason was lucky enough and had the athletic ability enough to like catch a home run ball or a foul ball or whatever, I'd be like, nope, fuck y'all. I'm keep- I'm keeping this shit. Like no this kidding. is my momentum. Right? Right? So I'm like, or oh, I'm gonna give it to like a kid. Uh you know, there again, there's very few people that that I would be like fuck y'all I'm gonna throw this shit back but then I'm gonna probably just embarrass myself and like you know hit somebody in the head and that's
1: that's not <laughs> the, the look either um I, I think for AmFam a lot of the booing is circumstantial booing so it's not like we'll boo a player just because they're there but like for example I remember a couple of years ago Yasiel Puig was mm-hmm. just showboating a lot he hit a homer and then he hit another one and then he did, I don't know something else, and he just started just acting kind of like a cocky jackass, like uh-huh. running around the bases, and then he started get booed by Brewers gotcha. fans. So we're very much like paying attention to circumstance for booing. Okay, I wouldn't so, say yeah. we just we like do situational do. Yes, yeah. situational booing is what gotcha. we do. <laughs> so Manny Machado gets booed all the
2: time, and that's because he he stomped on Jesus Agu- Aguilar's foot. Remember when he was running to first? That was in like 2018. Okay. Um, in October, see. so we've never forgiven him for that for stomping gotcha. on his Aguilar's foot. So he gets booed at every at-bat mm-hmm. okay. at bat when he's at Fam. When now I
0: know. Mm-hmm. Now I know. Now <laughs> when I tune into those games, I'm be like, I know why. Why I know why they're booing Manny Machado. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now would now Cubs fans and Cubs in in its entirety would have been booed anyways. But now will like will it just
1: rain down booze the entire game? Are you thinking? I don't think so. No. no, I don't think so. No, just maybe if he comes out for he comes a mound out visit, to do a mound or visit or yeah, like
2: mound visit, mm-hmm. totally, or to okay. argue with an umpire, which okay. he's very
1: good at. Yeah, he, you know, he's great at getting ejected. So. I
0: would, I wouldn't know. Dusty Baker really <laughs> only came out one time and really only got ejected once. So, yeah, I, doesn't he
1: like water his plants in the dugout? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Dusty Baker. Does a lot of things. Um, does a lot of things. If you, you the Brewers need a manager, would you guys like Dusty Baker? Like, I, just hell yeah. Just, if if you have any young rookies that need playing time, don't expect them to get any. Just
1: we only have whole young team rookies. Is rookies. We only have <laughs> oh, yeah. rookies.
0: That's our whole team. Well, then <laughs> then gonna maybe be even gonna be our whole team. maybe even better. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even better then. Um. Now again, like I said earlier, I'm moderately familiar with the brewers mainly with the pitching staff because i play a lot of fantasy baseball and a lot of the pitching staff i had on on my roster um position player wise it's really only like willie adamas and christian christian yelich like off the top of my head that i could like name you um Mm -hmm. mark Hanna just got signed to or got traded to the detroit tigers um was Daniel Vogelbach for a hot minute until he got, you know, went over to the Mets. So um I know you guys had some rookies and then they went down and got hurt. So can you kind of go through your roster and tell me like what's going on? What's going on there?
1: We have some hot rookies. We have some really great rookies who I think are going to be the core of our team for the uh-huh. next couple of years at least. So we yeah. have Sal Frelick Okay. Who is an outfielder and is just a superstar out there? He's he calls what does he call himself, Aaron? Like a spark plug, Scrappy little spark he's got plug. So much energy. Yeah, he's a scrappy little spark plug. He's got so awesome. much yeah. energy. He yeah. makes fantastic catches. He's yeah. out of the plate. He rarely strikes out. Does mm-hmm. he play
0: all outfield positions? Does he have a normal set like he's normally the starting center fielder or left, right, or just really he's anywhere in the right center? Center.
2: He plays right as well. I mean, left is pretty much yelly Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, and then we have Mm -hmm. um just uh excuse me, um Joey Weemer. Joey Weemer. Yep, center field as well. He's like six foot five. He has a beautiful curly blonde mullet. Um, he can hit for power and he also makes amazing, beautiful catches. Like anything gets hit out to center field. If Joey Weemer's out there, he's got it. Like it's no problem. So he's got a really interesting batting stance.
1: Yeah, interesting. Oh, I think Aaron's frozen a little bit. Let me touch. Aaron, I
0: think is frozen just a tiny bit. Um, so with now you had Carlos. No, Carlos. Um,
1: crap. Who is your first baseman? Really big. Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and we also have Roddy Tellez at first base. Yes. Well we yes. I mean we could use a first baseman, honestly. But our second yeah. our second baseman Bryce Tarang is another rookie. And he plays for, he plays second base better than I've seen a brewer second baseman in a really long time. Okay. Yeah. And who's so, your and your catcher is uh William Contreras, right?
0: Young yeah. brother Contreras. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love him. Yeah. He's yeah. he's been yeah. wonderful. He's been okay.
2: such a good addition to the team. We needed a catcher that could hit he's fantastic at catching he can hit <laughs> and yeah. he he just fits with the with the vibe of our club really well I mean it's really it's a lot of good vibes good feelings everybody's friends um so I, I feel like he he came into the fold really well and he's he's really the core of this team as well big part of awesome. it yeah for awesome. sure He's good friends with Willie and Freddie so
0: um so now pitching staff wise um Wade Miley opted out of his contract so he's now a free agent. So now you guys have um Corbin Burns who there was some drama over arbitration mm-hmm. last season last and, year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um basically the team told <laughs> told, Ker- told told Cor- Corbin Burns that he was the reason why y'all didn't make it
1: to the know. playoffs. Yeah, they fucking I mean, said so, that to him. This- the they same to man our Cy
0: young award-winning pitcher.
2: Yes. Yeah. Now you've got a drag say angry, through you know? arbitration <laughs> over seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So this is the same. I mean, the same person who the r- okay. Let's the talk about the real villain. Of- it's the real villain. Yeah. Now. The real villain here this is, the is not the council. The real villain is Mark Adanacio, the man who, like I said, dragged Corbin Burns through arbitration over seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Basically, told them that he was the reason that we were out of the po- that he cost us the postseason. This is the guy who. I mean, that's just the, a perfect example who won't give Craig Council the caliber of player or right. isn't willing to pay players of that caliber enough to keep them around for Craig Council to manage a team that actually has a chance at going deep into the postseason. So the fact that Craig Council didn't want to stick around after nine fucking years of that. Right. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. Now I'm all mad again. No, I <laughs>
0: I, I love the fire. That's that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Kelsey um Kelsey from Peace Love and Baseball that I had on last uh, episode she got on to a Tommy Edmund rant and, I, and she was like my face is hot and now I'm red and I'm like this what this is what we do here, okay? Like I should I should call this like baseball therapy over here. Get get all your feelings out. Um uh, so Mark what how do you say the last name? Adanasio. Adanasio. Adanasio, the uh, the owner of the Brewers um is is a is a billionaire
1: yes <laughs> with a b it's he's, he's uh, yeah. just a, just about just about not yeah. quite um he's probably getting it's... some offshore assets hidden that we don't know about that don't i mean yeah i know probably he like also owns some like
2: <laughs> football, uh some soccer team somewhere else right. i mean
0: doing doing rich guy shit yeah so um corbin burns obviously they're like number one um brandon woodruff he's out who he's out oh, for the season oh that, and that's his last that's his last season, right? Like well he this, just this got, upcoming he just got
1: s- shoulder surgery. Okay. Um but so this upcoming is season that. is
0: technically his like last quote unquote season with y'all, right? Before or he's a free season. agent. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, okay. I think
0: so. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know, last season Josh Hader got traded at the at the not last season, two seasons ago, Josh Hader got traded at the deadline, and we're all mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Devin Williams, like a step on up.
1: Um, and he did. And he did. And he
0: has, yes. Yeah. But I am like, why what's what's happening here? Like what 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 you guys doing with your what's your pitching staff? I, I wasn't, I don't know. And- I mean, I think our,
2: <laughs> our bullpen was solid last year. I really loved the addition of Yoel Piamps. So I thought he did great. Um Abner Uribe is very exciting. I mean, he is um he got called up halfway through the season. He throws 103 mile an hour fastballs. Um, he's still And he's cute. He's so cute. And he's very, he's very talented. I think that, um, they, they unfortunately put him in, in a high leverage situation in the postseason game that he was not, I don't think he was ready for that, but I think he has the potential to be incredible. Um, we still have Freddie Peralta as a starter. Um, we've got, we signed Colin Ray again for another year and he did a great job of kind of filling in when, when we were injury, you know, when we were having all of these issues with injuries, he did a really good job of of filling in. So, I mean, the the bullpen solid we got a couple of good starters but it's it's the last few years have been frustrating because it's like all right we are we're stacked with pitchers we're fucking stacked with them we got a great closer we got a great setup guy we have you know two aces we got freddie peralta who's you know and then and then we got to do something with it now because if we don't do something with it now it's going to be too late and now we're sort of watching that happen with brandon what if we're not going to have this year you know um we don't know what's going to happen with corbin burns so uh, as all of these things are sort of and now I don't have counsel anymore, so all these things are sort of floating away. And it's like, was that was that our last chance? I'm m- moving my. I'm getting very dramatic with my arms here. Sorry. We like
0: it. We like it. Yeah. You should go if you guys are audio only. Go check out the YouTubes because there is there's lots of movement over there. Normally, I'm <laughs> normally I'm like the hand person, so I like that. Aaron, I like that Aaron has like joined me in the in the hand parade. I like it. <laughs> uh, so now it, it in Brewerland. Is it basically just kind of like despair? Are you guys like, what the fuck is happening? Can we just get a fucking manager? Can we figure out what the fuck we're doing? Are you guys hopeful at all? Like, what's what's the vibe?
2: I think a lot of people are still Mm. really mad and sad.
1: Okay, but we sit and working through those feelings. Madness. Yeah, that's true. I know that there's a there's a couple of options. So our front office and our GM have made some statements that I think are kind of contradictory. And Erin, you and I haven't talked about this at all, really yet. But like on one hand, they're like, "We're going to start with fresh blood. We're going to have open options. We're going to, you know, have a fresh slate. It's going to be this sort of thing." And then in the same breath, they're like, "We're also interviewing a lot of uh, internal guys." (laughs) So like, well, one of the the things they said is, "You know what I mean?" So yeah, they they, like I don't know.
2: Right. They were saying that, you know, when council left, they assured us all that, like, well, we're keeping we're keeping the rest of our staff like the rest of Bullshit. our coaching staff is going to be sticking around. But if they're bringing in if they're going to bring in a uh, an external manager, surely he's going to bring his staff with him. Right. So right. I don't know how we can do both. There are some internal candidates that are that are
1: interesting. Yeah. There's and also three. There's also two or three um, candidates with ties to the Astros. Mm hmm. Yeah, so one that they said that they were talking to is Joe Espada, your bench coach, and then Troy Snicker, the hitting coach. And then um who's your, your former manager, Rodney Lanier? Oh, Linaris. Yeah. Um yeah. I wanna say yeah. that he
0: I wanna say he was part of our minor league
1: bench staff or something like that. Um <laughs> He's, he's with the Rays now but I know he was with Houston nice for a while now. and so yeah those are three names that have been kind of tossed around yeah okay what okay. do you think of that Susie yeah. can you tell us anything about him um
0: I I have been wanting and basically campaigning for Joe Spada to be the Astros manager mm-hmm. um like after Dusty won the you know after we won the World Series um two seasons ago I was like okay Dusty like we're gonna salute you right off into the sunset. Go like go into your vineyard and just chill. You you went out on a high note. Joe Aspada, come on the fuck in. And then Dusty's like, Well, if I won one, I'm gonna win two. Cool. Okay, sure, Dusty Maker. Yay! You know, and
1: obviously you see where,
0: where really? that got
1: us. Is that how y'all feel about him? Because he's like a legend.
0: I will say that he is the best people person ever like he's a great he is a great personality and a great man as a manager however he leaves things to be be wanted and i will there there there's a there's a great divide it depends on on which astros fans you talk to because there are some astros fans that are like y'all are fucking idiots this is dusty baker and and he is a legend i'm like i he is he is a legend of the game but they're i don't know maybe you want to do you want to go look at his track record and like see some of those other teams that he that he managed? And you know, like maybe there's a reason why he only has the one championship ring. I don't. I'm not. I don't know. Um, but there's there's some questionable, very questionable, many questionable that, decisions on.
1: I think that on this that's probably, that's probably how fans go. We have like part of our fan base who's been calling Craig Council Craig Council oh <laughs> <what it's> like. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> this is so stupid <laughs> so <laughs> yeah well it depends like, on who you ask for the birds to.
0: it's it's again one of those things where he is a great um like I said great personality I I'm so mad at him because I feel like if we didn't have this season he probably could have ridden off on a much much higher note I um, still wasn't a big fan of him last season and if you go back through the episodes that i've recorded um i still maintain to this day that we won in spite of dusty baker and not because <laughs> of dusty baker um for that world series and so many people have been like susie you don't know ball i'm like don't I though don't I like really though come on now like if you really sit down and you look at the numbers like you you could see that it's it was kind of like foolproof our bullpen was fucking awesome our pitching went deep there weren't that many decisions that he had to make unfortunately there were a lot of decisions that had to be made this season and they maybe weren't the right ones and by maybe i mean they definitely weren't so you know i feel like i feel like that's
1: probably part of the um part of the reason that craig council is leaving because the front office was making a lot of roster decisions that just didn't make any sense and, yep. you know, he felt kind of hamstrung So not just them not spending money where they should have spent money, but like the reason that the Astros have John Singleton now after like the, he was with the Brewers and then he got picked back up by the Astros is because the front office had to keep Jesse Winker on because of how much they had to pay him and they didn't want to they didn't want to pay. Right. So like and then Jesse Winker, because he had to stay on and we had to get rid of John Singleton because of him. He had two at-bats in very key parts of the postseason. Look at Aaron getting all mad already. <laughs> <He> had, <laughs> like, you put him in to pinch hit a guy who hasn't hit in a major league game since July. And then right. his very first swing, he just, like, gets a back spasm or something and hurts himself. And then you do it again the next night. <laughs> yeah. just like So part of our theory is, like, did Craig do that on purpose just to give, like, a fuck you to the owners to be like – because you gave me this roster to work with. And because there are, you know, like we know that there are, there are days, gay day game days when the front office is like, play this person and this person. And he's like, Ugh. all right. So like they influence roster decisions and lineup decisions and stuff. And so like, I don't know. I'm not saying that Craig intentionally threw a game. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> he chose, he chose to work with what the front office gave him in order uh-huh. to show them why they shouldn't have done that.
2: Right. And this isn't the first time. I mean, we we talked about this earlier in the season with Matt Bush, uh-huh. who is a world series winner. Now winner right? Now. He wasn't on the fucking Rangers roster. Yeah, Didn't throw a, a fucking pitch.
1: Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yeah. We put I know. In I saw, and... I saw, I saw him celebrating. Oh, well, what? All right. Fine. <laughs> God. But uh, <laughs> it was, it
2: was the same type of deal. Like he, he was terrible. He was terrible. And then Craig put him in. And afterwards, he was like, well, he was hired to do a job. And so I have to trust that he can do the job that he was hired to do, even even though he I'm we all knew he wasn't able to do it. And I think we talked about that even earlier this season. Was that a message to the front office? Like, look, you can't give me these guys. You got to give me guys that like if if this is if this is what you're going to give me, I'm going to play them. And that's going to be the result. So this wasn't the first instance of that
1: may be occurring at least in our interpretation right interesting and See, when our owner like got a- asked about it he was just like i just want to take some bites of an apple like you know we're a small market team this is what we should do is take some bites of an apple we're like fuck you what do you You're like, like what is, we're also what a professional team baseball team yeah, kind like, no right? of kidding professional players it's like <laughs> fuck off yeah and, a, and a, a
2: hardcore fan base that consistently turns out to games you know people who are passionate right. about the sport and we have professional level players like i don't know why you. Um, <laughs>
0: Sorry, get, get all it all out Aaron. We love it. again that's what we're here for all this you know
2: you you hire you hire the players and then you talk right. and then you talk shit about it like this is the best we can do because this you know we're a small market team it's like dude you're, you're the one in charge of mm.
0: right.
1: <laughs>
0: you're like um excuse me yeah so it it's the opposite it was the opposite here it was the it was the opposite here um dusty could do whatever the fuck he wanted with with the roster and there was mm. There was no, there was no front office managing, at first. There was some kind of gentle nudges, kind of in the middle of the season. Um, that that they're like Dusty, you you you've got you've got to play Yainer Diaz. Like please, for the love of God, please oh, yeah. play Yainer Diaz. And Dusty's like, fuck y'all, Maldi, you're my guy. Let's go. And it was just. It won the best look. Won the best look, and so that it, it was literally the greatest divide in, um, in Twitter history of the roster <laughs> construction. <laughs> like literally every fucking day, we were like, "Please, please, can we can we see the lineup? Like, are they gonna put the Death Squad out one time? One time. It was just the one time that, that the Death Squad actually got put in, and it was just it is its, it's whole thing. But, um, so yeah, maybe maybe Dusty Baker would would love. To, to go up there because he I don't know he he's like no fuck y'all Maybe I'm gonna, make my, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna
1: mm. make my own yeah I'm gonna make my own
0: lineup I don't I don't give a fuck but he I don't know for some reason there was there was uh, a lot of dusty making lineups that didn't make sense and you're like what what's happening? What why guys, why what, what are you doing? So I don't know like again great personality I would actually love to like hang out with him and like hear stories. Um but I don't want him anywhere near fair, fair constructing sure. a roster no no like maybe as like a i don't know like as a special assistant to the peoples i don't know like just tell the stories dugout gardener hey, yeah. the yes. dugout gardener hey, Gardner. <laughs> tell, tell, them, tell them how you uh created a high five like we how you're like i don't know good friends with snoop do do those but don't don't construct a roster anyways so who so as like as you know the um, objective Brewers fans that you guys are. Wh- who would you guys like as your next manager? Do you have anybody in
1: in mind that you're like, please, please bring us this this gentleman? Look, I am I am rooting for a player manager scenario in Joey Votto. Like, <sighs> that, I want to bring back be. the player manager. We haven't had one since the '80s. It was Pete Rose. I would love to see it. That's that's my dream. Joey Votto, for player Joe manager. Votto. That's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> How can you not? How can you? Not? And we need a first baseman, you know. So problem <laughs> solved, done. We need a bat, done. That's true. We need, a, we need bat. a guy. We need. We need a guy who can like bring people together in the clubhouse. Done. We need a manager. Done. Look at that. You fucking check out five things, Joey Votto. Yeah, that's right.
0: hysterical. I can't. Can, I, I can't even imagine that. Like Joey Votto coming off first base, being like, "Hold on, let me. I'm gonna make a pitching change. Just give me a second. Like. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh my gosh, she could have so much fun with that because you could do like the, the disengagement rule now. Um, oh, you could, yeah, like make a thing and be like, oh, I'm not actually trying to like get this guy. I'm just going to make a pitching channel. I'm just going to for a mound visit. Right. It's really? Tough okay. to hit. Yeah. They should make you guys, they should make you guys mad and be like, what's up? Like, I- we got all <laughs> the ideas. Let's-. It Special would be advisors. like that movie, Eddie. It'd be like that movie Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg, you know, where she's just a fan of the New York Knicks. <laughs> they make her the coach because Coach Quits. <laughs> they like you. Come on in. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's. So what do you fun. think, Erin? Uh, well,
2: I don't know. The, uh, one name is jumping out at me, and this is just because of uh, it's okay, an name internal name. Say. You think it? Yeah, you know who I'm gonna say?
0: Ricky Weeks. Mm-hmm. and who is who is that he for the uninformed like
1: he
2: was second baseman for the brewers he played on that 2011 team he came up in the same year as like prince fielder and um Corey hart and then ryan Braun was like a year later he was Not part of that I mean, core team that took us through the um 2011 postseason run and he he went and played elsewhere until 2017 and then he worked for the, he took a couple of years off and then he has actually been working for the Brewers front office for a couple of years. I think it's 2022. So he's familiar with, you know, both sides of it. He's played for the Brewers. He's worked in the front office and um, you know, that's, that's sort of Craig council's storyline as well. They were teammates in 2011 mm-hmm. um, playing for the Brewers. Craig council went and worked in f- for the front office for a little while. And neither of them had any managerial, sorry, Craig didn't have any managerial experience. So, Neither does Ricky Weeks. So that doesn't necessarily disqualify him from being a decent manager. Um, right. Understanding how the Brewers operates. Um, I don't know, though. Like, we, at the same time, like, we did that for a decade. It was good for us. But is that really hiring internally and going with that same narrative? Is that something that would benefit us? Or do we really need some some fresh blood? I'm not sure. But I love me some Ricky Weeks. So, you know, when I saw his name, I was like, all
0: right. Yeah, I can be behind that yeah. probably. Okay. So... so I- how would you feel
1: if, like, Buck Showalter was your manager? Thoughts on him? Well, that's interesting. <laughs> so the, the Mets come to us instead. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for a job. Sure. Not super excited about it, but I'm sure that we'll probably just get David Ross. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> just just <laughs> like a wife swap a Yeah, like I'll switch them. Yeah, just, exactly. Okay. Yes.
2: Oh, that's going to happen. Very... Very interesting. Those those Cubs yeah. games, man. What would that do to the weird ass rivalry that we already have? Just to,
1: that would be weird? Maybe they right? should like, just spice it up. I mean, isn't that what it's all about? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> everyone is saying
0: that baseball is a is an entertainment game, you know. So what what more what more uh, entertainment
1: factor would that be than to just you know you what know, they so could do that stuff. after the All Star break, right? They could just pick like four teams who just switch managers all Ooh. of a sudden just like the right? like hunger games thing oh
0: right? my god Let's guys, things, you want to see who the real manager of the year is let's, <laughs> let's go, let's let's go motherfuckers
1: let us not right? give anyone any more
2: fucking ridiculous ideas because it is we for rule changes and stuff like that. oh wait okay expanded postseason 12 teams but also we have to trade managers halfway through like come on guys like let's just stick to baseball okay please don't throw any more
1: changes at me i can't handle it Right. and your, well, your bat you know. boy is now the dh <laughs>
0: Well, I, um, we had a, we had an episode like a long time ago where we, when we talked about like the new rules and shit um, and we're like, what other fucking ridiculous ass rules could we kind of implement? And the one that I came up with uh, was after the 11th inning, you now lose a player. Don't, it doesn't fucking matter who it is, but you, you get to lose a player (laughs) and each inning that it goes on, you lose more fucking players. So, like twelfth <laughs> inning, you lose your I don't know center fielder. Okay, thirteenth uh, inning, you lose one of the other outfielders. Fourteenth, and so on and so forth, until it's just like pitcher and pitcher and you know batter. batter. Yeah, oh
1: yeah. uh, y mano. There you go. And they're
0: like, that's that's. I'm like, would it would it not up the entertainment factor? There, come on now. Like you can't. You got to you very Hunger Games ish. Like yeah, that yeah. would be like, and then they're like. That 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 game would go on forever, Susie. That's not shortening the game. I'm all. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you know, know, honestly, any any idea is better
2: in extra innings than the ghost runner on second base. So I mean, I'd I'd get behind your idea before before okay. I stay behind the ghost okay. runner on second.
0: Can't I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, okay. yeah, you you lose your second baseman. Done. Okay. All right. Let's uh, no shortstop. Cool. Let's do it. Oh, I'm just man. saying, like, but do that you change be, the sh- does
1: that- it, do you get rid of the shift ban then?
0: Well, if there's no or second baseman and in. no shortstop, like you're kind, you're kind of fucked. Like, right? you can bring, out, you can bring outfielders third?
2: in. You can bring right. outfielders yeah. in. Yeah, outfielders, yeah. outfielders. There's no rule what they can do. Yeah, yeah. bring them in. Yeah. I'd see, like it's to a, it's see
1: just a, a whole... home run derby. Like after the yeah. 12th inning, just do a home run derby. Yeah, that like you,
0: you get to pick a guy. I get to pick a guy, and yeah, we'll see. Like you okay, get however many minutes or seconds, something like that. Yeah, yeah. See, let's do it. You know, yeah. uh, Rob Manfred, come come on down. I know that I know that you're you're on pins and needles, listening to this, wanting our ideas. So you know, just clearly you fan of the game, your right night. there. Fan of yeah, the game, loves it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wants to wants to limit up, um pitchers to to twelve. I'm like, what the fuck, stupid idea are you smoking? <laughs> but then turn around and be like, oh yeah, here's the pitch clock. FYI, uh, arm injuries totally up. But yeah, let me. Let me just reduce the number of pictures that you can have. Fuck you, Rob. Yeah. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> Speaking <sighs> my language right now. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I know that time is running out. So guys, give me where we can find the show, you guys on social media and all of that fun stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having us. I don't think we've been able to say that yet, but thank you. This has been That's super, okay. fun. Um, um, super anytime, fun. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Love to have
2: you on ours see, ours sometime as well. For yeah, sure, for sure, yes, we'd love to. So we um,
1: so- you can find our podcast on any anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, just Brewers Babes. We are mm-hmm. also on Twitter at Brewers Babes and Instagram at Brewers underscore Babes. So oh, we sure. wrapped up our season, our first season of our show in October, but then we had our an emergency episode, and I think we'll have a couple of off season episodes and then we'll get back into it around spring training and then we're just always around on social media just to talk shit we're definitely
2: gonna look into the youtubes for sure because we have some we have some visual content we'd like to bring forth and it's hard to it would be hard to rank the city connects if you had to describe them well this one's black but it's got red on it this,
0: this is true. Has, so this is true. You're like, okay, come on, motherfuckers, <laughs> use your imagination. Yeah, you got Google, figure it out. Let's go. Um, so this one looks def- like a
1: pack of Newports.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one is an Easter egg. Podras uh, <laughs> <laughs> are like, what the fuck did we do? Why are we catching strays? Anyways, so you guys should definitely, you guys should definitely get on the YouTube. So like, yeah. you're total. Totally visually stunning, like definitely, definitely we can this is the video debut. You're like, yes, this is the day that we decided yeah. that we, we are hot enough that we can make a YouTube. When I decided to make <laughs> make a podcast, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna do audio only. Like no one's no one's like tuning in to, to see me because that's not a thing. And my husband was like, absolutely not. I'm all you know, babe, <laughs> like thank you. Like I appreciate you that like that. You think that I'm a smoke show. But that's it's not a thing. Like that's I I it's not a, and he's like, you're not giving yourself and I was like, you're precious. That's so good that you're yeah, babe.
1: you're an astro
0: babe. But, uh yeah, definitely you guys should definitely get a YouTubes. It's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I say it's a lot of fun, it's really not, but we will put all of the <laughs> social media links and links to the show in the show description um below. Um lisa aaron i was gonna call you tina and amy for some fucking reason because i'm an idiot and i'm gonna call, <laughs> take, I mean, it. Don't, we'll don't, take it don't, you know, baby, don't ask yeah, why do it. i was like tina and amy but i'm like all right snl cool i'm dumb <laughs> um oh see look there's the timer and um so we are going to wrap the show T- lisa aaron i really appreciate you guys coming on and giving giving me insight into the the NL side of of baseball. I appreciate you guys mm-hmm. doing this. Um, for our peoples down here, if you guys have liked, subscribed, given ratings and reviews, please continue to do that. I so appreciate that. Um, my people in Japan, I don't know how you found the fucking show. Thank you so much. I don't know how or why, but keep listening because you are somehow uh, making my rankings, ratings go up and I'm on like the Apple podcast charts, like way down there, but That's okay because we're on there. Um, USA, where the fuck are y'all? Like, get on this shit. Come on now. I know. I know. Uh, So, if you can leave a review, give a five star rating, sub, like, do all of those things. You can find our Twitters on all that fun stuff. And it will always and forever be Twittered. Like, don't come with me yet.
1: Right? Kind of (laughs) bullshit. I got you. I got you.
0: My elder millennial self over here will always call it Twitter. Same. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So uh, with that, we are going to say goodbye. I have a lot more fun content coming for you guys um, in the off season. Maybe some some announcements. I don't know. I don't know. You guys stay tuned. See if you guys can, you know, kind of figure the shit out. Uh, but with that, we will say goodbye and good night. And yay, baseball. <laughs> I'm going to hit end record. End record. Yay.